Welcome back to Elevate Inspiration for Sunday School. We're still in our faith series, and we actually only have three lessons left in this um, in this series. So let's get started. The subject is meaning of faith, and we're in the Book of Hebrews. So what is something instant that is not as good as a version that takes long? Many feel lost or abandoned when God doesn't instantly grant their request. So think about that. When something that's instant doesn't is not as good as the version that takes long, but when we always want God to act instantly on our request, well, we're going to look at some characters today where this actually did not happen. It might have took a long time for things to actually occur on God's timetable. So today's text present challenges. So we're looking at the power of examples. So in what ways are historical figures are less worthy of emulating as faith heroes, despite their weaknesses? Many times today we look at superheroes from the comments. We know we cannot emulate those, but we tend to take heroes or faith heroes and we look at their weaknesses more than what their faith is driving them. So the book of Hebrews, uh, first, who is the author of Hebrews? We don't know because the name is not given. Some think Paul, some think Apollos, uh, some even think Peter is the author of that book. But whoever is the author of the book, we realize that they are well-educated. They look at the Greek culture and the philosophy because there is a flow in this particular book. Okay, so the first outline, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 3, we're looking at faith, hope. Now, this verse, you already know it. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And in that first verse, we got two words there. One word is substance. The other word is evidence. So think about substance from a standpoint that it is more like uh, a financial um, uh, obligation that you are making a down payment because there's something better is going to happen, like a down payment on a house because you're going to get this house. So faith is the substance. And then the evidence is proof. And then if you go to court, you got to show evidence, proof of something. So what we're seeing here is that faith is the substance of something that's hopeful. And then we have the proof of things not seen. For it, and that's the key word there, for it, the elders obtain a good report are a good testimony so because of the faith it was pleasing to God because God said they had a good testimony now we're going to see some examples of that in a few minutes but let's focus on the third verse by faith we understand that the world were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made by the thing which are visible now that is a key thing here because what we're saying is that more so what we see comes from what we do not see. Let me say that again. What we see comes from what we do not see. We're going to explain that in a few minutes. So what do you think? First question is, why is the faith of past a teaching tool for us today? And then what is the single most important lifestyle change one must establish to a what is implied in Hebrew 11 and 2 for it 
the elders obtain a good testimony. So what is that lifestyle change? When we look at these characters that we're going to look at in the next outline, what is it that they did to obtain a good testimony? And then we're going to dig a little bit deeper and look at the positive impact as believers that we should have on unbelievers and also fellow believers. All right, so we got four individuals. Even though Hebrew 11 chapter, we have a total of 18, but we're just gonna look at four of them now. And those four individuals is Abel. Abel is the first one, you remember him? He actually had a sacrifice that was better than Cain and Cain killed him. What's interesting is that, is you see at the end of this verse, it says, through though it being dead, or he being dead, he still speaks. And if you look at Genesis, Actually, God tell Cain, your, the blood of your brother cries up from the ground. So, even though we can depart this life, the legacy or the faith that we have lives on. And then the next one is Enoch. Oh, Enoch. This is my favorite character. Because it says here, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Enoch did not die, you all because he, and at the end of that verse, he did what pleased God. Because of Enoch, we have verse six. And what does verse six say? Oh, you know this verse. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward to those that diligently seek him. So what is this verse is saying to us? This verse is actually saying two things. And those two things are, number one, that we that it is impossible to please him you got to have faith so if you don't have faith you're not going to please god that's the first thing it says and then the second thing that verse tells us is that you must be so into god hang on with me now you are so into god that you know he's going to reward you after a while in other words look at that verse that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. We get so upset at times that things does not happen instantly the way we want it that we actually don't think God is going to ever come through for us. And this verse says that he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. And then let's look at Noah. Oh, I like Noah. Because what Noah did is he was warned and he had godly fear. And notice it says here, divine warning of things not seen. So Noah has a testimony. His testimony is that, hey, it's getting ready to flood and he builds a ship. He probably wasn't preaching, but his action, he's building a ship when it has never rained. Because of that action, he believed in something that was not actually visible. And then Abraham, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of a place which he will receive as inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Abraham, Think about that. He was a stranger and a pilgrim wandering in the land because God told him to go there. And he did something not knowing what's going to happen. So as we look at our as we look at our question, why is Adam not listed in the faith hall of fame? We start out with Abel, Adam's son. Why not Adam? And then what habit can you adopt to ensure that your Christian legacy speaks for you after you die? 
And then the last outline, I like this last one. It says, these all died in faith, not having received the promise. Now we're talking about other people besides these four, but they all died in faith. Not receiving the promise, having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers. Look at that. Strangers and pilgrims on earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called a mind that country from which they had come out, they would have an opportunity to, to return. So basically, this is what I see here. The goal of faith. The goal of faith is let me forget that I am here on earth, that I have a home away from earth, that I'm just only a pilgrim, a stranger here on earth, because my destination is beyond here. That's something to think about. That's powerful, you all. And then the last verse, but now they desire better, and that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them. If you all can just close your eyes and just think about the millennial range when Christ is going to range here on earth and there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth, that is awesome to think about. And we got some questions we're going to discuss. Why did why did faithful ancestors hope even though they were strangers and pilgrims here on earth? You know, how did faith of each of these heroes result in something far different, dif different from instant gratification? Then the second question, are you encouraged or discouraged by their examples? And how does their experience prod us to keep faith? So the lesson learned I got from this is interesting, you all. What I got is sometimes we undervalue the role of imitation and spiritual maturity because we live in an age of movie superheroes which are impossible to imitate yet heroes we dispel because of personal weaknesses for instance Noah remember we talked about him earlier he became drunk after the flood so should I depict him as a drunker never so despite my weaknesses I too can leave a legacy of faith as noted by 1 Peter 5 and 3, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. So I challenge you, I'm challenging myself, now become a faithful imitator. So I have a thought to remember is the faithful look for God's country. Hey, thank you. This has been great. You know, I would like to take a few minutes and just reflect. I'm calling this reflection and reflect on the key verse. And that key verse is, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, this is not a definition of what faith is, but a description of what faith does. Just think about that for a few minutes. Faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of
of things not seen. And I would like to just think about that verse this week. And I would like to just end this in a word of prayer. For this lesson on faith, I will help the Father. We thank you. We have more clarity and understanding about living by faith and pleasing you. Lord, help us. Open our eyes and ears to see and hear what you are saying to us in these last days. And may we be doers doers of the word and not hearers only. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Like I always say, see you in Sunday school. I would like to invite you to our See You in Sunday School discussion. It is a Zoom discussion at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday. The meeting ID is 642-382-0755 and the passcode is CU123. Have a blessed day.